Hello, and welcome back to the Performance Cycling Podcast. I'm Todd Norwood, here with my co-host Jason Hammond. Today's episode is one of our new format, the Prem Lap, which are quick topics that are typically about eight minutes long because they're things that we don't want to talk about for 40 minutes, and you probably don't want to listen to us talk about for 40 minutes. So, Jason, you're up. Actually, this one, I don't have 40 minutes of content anyway, but this is actually some advanced cornering techniques. So we, we had a cornering episode. This one, we want to talk about a few of the uh, the kind of the pro tips, and this is really for experienced bike racers. So the important thing here is don't do it around riders who you don't know their capacity as bike riders, because at a high level, you know, the P12 fields, the pro fields, they all know how to react to each other. They know how to safely avoid each other and not crash. And if you ride with beginner riders, you, you can't guarantee that. So um, let's just go over what I said in the main episode. You know, you should never corner directly behind someone. Always sit a little bit offset. That's uh, almost the almost a pro tip. That's a, a very good piece of advice. And I would say I have two big uh, advanced tips. And one is um, you should stay on the inside of the course if you're trying to control the field and swing out at the last second to corner. So the reason that you do that is because it forces riders to attack only on one side. So you can say you have a right-hand turn course. You always look left to see if someone's attacking. You don't have to worry about someone attacking on your left, attacking on your right. You can control everyone by keeping them on one side of you. And then also by staying on the inside of the course, you force people to attack around the outside of you. So they have a longer length to go. You can also control them when they come around the corner because they have to come around you. So this is uh, something that's really commonly used at the pro level, like USA crits level, is the train of riders at the front will stay really close to the inside and they'll swing out at the last second to create that same outside, inside, outside position. And then they'll come right back to the inside. And you can have a team of three riders dominate the whole race and prevent anyone from getting away by holding on to this inside, swing outside the last second, come back inside. And that is, um, it's advanced cornering because it's almost like taking, it's like making a chicane almost. Mm -hmm. It's like this invisible chicane right before the corner. Yeah, you've added, you've almost added an extra turn in there. Yeah, and then um, another tip that I have is for lead outs. And this is specifically for, uh, the last you know few corners, the last corner of the race. So one, I saw this on a Justin Williams video. His leadout guy did this um, this stay to the inside technique, and someone attacked on the outside. And coming into the last corner, you know, if you can get more momentum around the outside in the last corner, you can just fly past people because you you're carrying that speed. So that was the intent of the other rider, but the leadout man for Justin Williams pulled out and steered wide to get out of the way of Justin. And what he did was he also disrupted the motion of the the other racer. And so this is also kind of advanced cornering in that you can control other riders while you corner and you can force them off of the optimal line if your intent is not to take the optimal line. And so this is, you know, you need to be sure that you're not going to run into each other or you need to be okay with running into each other but this is one way to sort of dominate the other riders and he basically took this other sprinter out of the race by you know not not pushing him but you know taking away the space for the guy to come around he he obstructed this other rider's path his fastest path forward 
Yeah, and uh, you have to be really careful with this. And this is actually the reason why sometimes you'll see pro uh, leadout men get like bopped by sprinters in the last, you know, 500 meters because even if they kind of try this trick, the pro sprinters don't, you know, they don't take any any crap from these leadout guys, and they'll uh, they'll just put a shoulder into you and you know let you fall over because they. You know, one, they're desperate to win the sprint, but two, you know, it's about setting the precedent and, you know, having the idea that, oh, we can push this sprinter around, we can throw him off his line. And so at, at the highest level, you know, pro and world tour, they're not going to let you control each other in that way. They'll just, uh, you know, take their space and, you know, let, let whatever happens to you happen to you. But, you know, I would say at the top amateur level, you can use this technique sparingly to, to control other riders. I guess the other side of this coin is some practice is required of of bumping shoulders, of bumping bumping bars from time to time, just so you're comfortable with it. Right? I think if you're if you're going to go out there and do it, then you got to be able to handle the the consequences potentially. Right. And uh, the last thing we're going to talk about is the accordion effect. So this is really commonly known. It's the idea that the first person through the corner can take it at full speed. The second person can go pretty fast. The third they have to slow down a little bit the fourth a little bit more and then by the time you're at the back of the 50 person field you you go around the corner at a crawl and the reason this sucks is because you have to sprint then to get back up to speed of the the first people who are going at full speed and so this phenomenon this is why they always say move up in a crit and it's because you don't want to get stuck at the back where you get this sort of whiplash effect every single corner because you just slowly wear down your your own energy and the people at the front are just cruising and you're exhausted and one way to avoid this is tail gunning and tail gunning is where you ride all the way at the back. You're the last rider. And what you do is you slow down and you coming into a corner, you stop pedaling pretty early on and you let a gap open up so that you can take the corner at full speed. And what actually happens is you do so much less work because you stopped pedaling, you know, 50 meters before the corner. And then you took full speed and you're already at the speed of the person in front of you who's trying to catch up to the rest of the field. And so you can cruise around in last place for the entire race and just conserve energy. And then, you know, at the end of the race, you have to go do things. You can't win from all the way at the back unless it's a six-person race. But this is a, a really good idea if, um, you know, you, you don't want to fight for the front. You just want to sprint. I think um, Caleb Ewan did this at, uh, at the crit before the Santos tore down under. Um, I forget the name of the crit, but he, he was at the back for most of the race, just conserving energy. And then he ended up winning. And, uh, yeah, this is a, a known phenomenon. It's, it's called tail gunning. And, uh, I would say try it. I've won, uh, I think I've only won one race tail gunning, but I've gotten plenty of podiums, especially in the lower categories, just chilling at the back and then moving up, uh, towards the end. I mean, Winning, sometimes winning any race is about conserving more energy than the other guy, right? So it's so you're fresh when it's time to go. Yeah, I'd say the biggest issue with tail gunning is if there's a, I I I use the word goon, like somebody in front of you who is not very good at cornering, maybe shouldn't be in the race. You know, is really tired, is really has bad speed skills. They'll really make it difficult for you to tail gun. And so if that person is always getting in your way, you may have to sort of come to grips with the fact that this might not be the right race to tail gun in because these other people are disrupting your ability to conserve energy and you might as well just move up at that point. 
Yeah, so that you have to have the right set of conditions so that you can maintain your speed and be smooth. Otherwise, you're just wasting your energy. Yeah, because you, you end up being in the accordion mm-hmm. if you can't get the timing right. And uh, at the end of the day, you still have to do the hard work to move up through the whole field because you, you have to sprint from the front. So with five laps to go, whatever that number is, you have to start moving up. But you also have to be good enough at moving up to get to the front by the time the right. five in, laps in are a short, In a short time frame. Yeah, because if you start moving up with 10 laps to go and it takes you 10 laps to get to the front, you'll be tired. So it's it's a lot of speed skills, but this is how someone with better speed skills can take advantage of that. Maybe they have a little less fitness, a little better speed skills. They can take advantage and you know, come out on top in something that, you know, maybe they're not, don't have the fitness for. Sometimes it's also about being clever, right? And this is a, a way to be clever. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, those are a few tips for you. Uh, we, I guess we have a lot more race tactics coming up for sure, especially coming into the season. So we'll definitely have more to say. Absolutely. Well, Jason, as with the end of any good preem lap. Yeah. Uh, all I have to say is go ride your bike. All right. Thanks for listening.